The Diet Attack Movement is a custom nutrition experience towards achieving your dream body composition, all the while living your life to the fullest. We have teamed up to help you achieve weight loss goals and enjoy the process. How, you ask? By throwing out the one plan fits all approach to dieting and applying high touch online coaching for each and every one of you. Imagine having your own set of rules that allow for food freedom while still providing results. Join us to learn how fitness and nutrition create so much more than just healthy bodies, but a movement towards empowered people. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. It's Alexa Miller with the Diet Jack Movement and my BFF in North Carolina, Meredith. How's it going? Hello. Okay, so today's topic I know everyone can relate to is when you're on, you're on, and when you're off, you're off. Meredith, take it away. Oh, well, dang, that's quite a platform to, to start on. I think what we really want to dive into today is that when people sign up for a nutrition program, especially in today's diet culture, is they're starting a diet to start and they're starting a diet with the intent of stopping it once either their goals are reached or the event has been uh, had, what have you. But I've said it on 95% of our podcasts when we, Alexa and Meredith, the Diet Doc Movement, flexible dieting institute when we are using the term diet it is the way in which an individual or culture eats correct me if i'm wrong that doesn't have an expiration date no <laughs> right it's just the food we intake a diet is not diet culture diet culture is i have to follow these rules until i hit this goal and then once i stop all the weight comes back because i stopped following the rules and now i'm looking for a new diet to start and then i'll end up stopping when i hit the goal you get my drift so I feel like that's what I want to like pound into the heads of everyone that the goal of flexible dieting is to create sustainable actions around your diet. And for some that's to have a body composition change or health improvement or, or et cetera, et cetera. The goal is not to track perfectly your perfect macronutrients. That's not the goal. Yeah. And I, I want to chime in here too, with our, some of our clients that we see in the beginning that happens is, you know, we're asking all of our clients to, to measure and, and track their food intake. And sometimes we see like a Monday through Thursday log and they're like, Oh, sorry. I didn't track Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And I'm like, Hmm. So you track Monday through Thursday. Cause that's when you, and you can't see me, but I have quotation marks here. Like you are good. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you might add a little like too much to drink or maybe add a treat. And so you're like, yeah, that's bad. I'm just not going to track that. But I was really good Monday through Thursday. And I'm so like, you don't track are still being consumed. Like, they are. and it's not the, uh, you didn't track them, which equates it to a, a unhealthy decision. It's the, the consumption in a certain quantities or, or types of food, what have you, that it's the action of it that is going to move you away from your goals versus the fact that you didn't write it down. I could, I could care less if you wrote it down or not, but it, I probably shouldn't have said that because now people are like, oh, they're going to have to track, <laughs> but it, it's not 
bad not to track. And ultimately that's our goal for clients. Not tomorrow after the day after you sign up, but our long-term goal for every client is to feel like they're, they're not bound to tracking meticulously. Absolutely. And I, as a nutrition consultant and you as a coach and nutrition consultant, we, we like to see the days we like to see the Fridays through Sundays because that's when we learn. And again, that our goal for our clients is long-term is you have to kind of see it to know what to change, what to fix, maybe figure out what the problem is. That's why we're tracking and we're logging, and we're learning, but our goal long-term is to be able to eat intuitively to make those decisions. Um, but it's just, it's so interesting to me how, and this is just, this is outside of what we offer too. This is anywhere. It's like, when you're on your own and you're off, you're off, meaning like, I've, I'm going to start this diet. I'm going to track. I'm going to do really well. And then you get to Friday and you're like, I want to go have drinks with the girls or whatever it may be. And then you stop tracking. You, and, but then you make that excuse for yourself to say, I'm, gonna, I'm not just going to not track, but I'm going to go off the deep end. Like, why can't it be that maybe you don't track, but is that an excuse to absolutely self, self-sabotage yourself? not necessarily. And you know, you can still not track and make good decisions or healthier decisions. Or, um, it's just interesting how that, that mindset is like, you're either all in or you're all out. Yeah. And I think too, there's this apprehension of like, okay, I'm not tracking. So my coach won't see the decisions I made because I didn't track. So now I can't get reprimanded. First and foremost, if you have a coach that's reprimanding you, get a new coach. Second of all, especially if you're working with one of us, like, you know, that that's not our goal as a coach to be like, well, I saw all the shit you ate and that was bad. Like that's no, we want to, we sure we want to see all the shit you ate, but to then say, Hey, this is what it did to your glycogen stores. This is what it did to water retention. This is what it did in correlation to your goals. This is how not only we can restructure your actions to help create that sustainable, flexible diet for you, but let's also figure out, rewind why you did those actions. Let's figure out why it felt like, well, if I just didn't track it, it didn't count when that, like that, that's a deeper rooted thing that we need to discuss beyond just like perfect numbers and perfect macros. Yeah. And that kind of leads me into, and I say this all the time is consistency in either direction is what's going to, what's going to give you the result. Right. So if you consistently like be, you know, eat, eat well, nourish your body, hit your macros, see progress. Um, and that consistency is not like you're perfect. And it's this perfect, beautiful linear line, right? Like, no, um, it's, it's going to be kind of rigid up and down, but you're still moving in that positive direction because it's consistent, right? Same thing backwards. If you consider, you know, consistently have, um, you know, you have these habits and you're not, you are tracking on the weekends and you haven't figured out what is the issue and you haven't made any consistent effort to go the other way, you're obviously not going to see results, but it takes time in either direction. So I think so many clients are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't log yesterday. Like I failed the program. I'm like, no, you're consistently still moving in a right direction. Mm-hmm. Especially if their actions are in alignment with what they have been doing when they're tracking. And just because you didn't track, like, doesn't mean that you messed the diet up. It's just, you didn't track that day. But if you do track, 
in our end goal pursuit, us as coaches can say like, Hey, here's why, what happened. Yeah. And we, we obviously like our clients to track the data because it's easier for us to coach and easier for them to see. Um, you know, you can see trends and, and we're looking at averages over time, but, um, you know, and I get it diet culture, all of these programs out there. It's like, if you do this, you get an A plus, but if you, if you don't do that, then you, you, you fail, you, you quit the program, you know, quit the program with us. It's like, these get degrees, baby. That's right. No, with us, it's like, all right, let's show up. We want you to show up to the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, what happened this week? Cause that's how we learn and we move forward. That's not failing the program. You know, I have had so many clients in the beginning that are like, I'm so sorry. I ghosted you for three weeks. I just like fell off. I'm like, well, tell me about more about like, what do you mean by that? You're like, oh, I just, I just was so busy. I just found time to track. Okay. That doesn't sound like you're falling off to me, but this means you didn't track. Like what can, what can we work on this week? Like maybe it's just your water intake. Um, let's focus on that. Maybe it's moving your body. Like I, I don't think people realize, and it's probably because of again, diet culture and all these things that are out there. It's like, it's not like you're all in or you're all out. You can still be like, kind of struggling and figure it out and still make progress. Yes. I'm going to use an example. I know I've talked a little bit about it in the disordered eating podcast that we had uh, with Dr. Corey, but so I was, you know, the perfect eater. I six and two thirds of my week was, (laughs) was perfect. I mean, beyond perfect, actually not healthy looking back on it, but it was like, I had only clean foods and I was in like the severe calorie deficit. It's like, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm perfect. And then, you know, by that, that one meal of the one day I was over being perfect and I was gluttonous and I would just binge eat and on all the shit. And I've already started eating chocolate and that's not allowed because I'm supposed to be a perfect eater. So I'd have more chocolate. And then now I want some salt. I mean, it was a, a true binge. Okay. So great. I tracked six and two thirds of my week, but that one third of, you know, my entire week, uh, not even the one third of one day of one meal, I finally tracked it and I saw what it did to the whole rest of my week's efforts. And it pretty much brought me to a maintenance level calories, if not a surplus. Okay. So fast forward, I now have chocolate chips in my breakfast every single morning diet culture is saying, hold up. That's wrong. You're off your diet because you're eating chocolate at breakfast, right? I've already screwed up Meredith. It's Monday. I've already screwed up because I've had chocolate at breakfast, but okay. So having all those perfect days and then one gluttonous moment is leading me to that same maintenance as, okay, if I have chocolate chips every morning, like I've, you know, by that seventh day, I'm not really like, God, I just want to go head first into the tub of M&Ms anymore. And weeks upon weeks, now months, now years upon years, I'm not having that habitual pattern. That's, and I could yield the same result. I can still maintain my weight and enjoy the heck out of chocolate every single morning with flexible dieting. Not only that, I've been able to do that. And if I'm, you know, in goal pursuit to losing body fat, I can have the chocolate chips in my breakfast and then just bring all my calories into a deficit. Like, so, so it's not that I was on or I'm like, when I was on, I was on when I was off, I was hella off, but it's like, why can't you just eat and always be on because you're always going to be eating. It's going to be part of your life forever. So 
it, it simply took the switch of the mindset that also yielded a same output, different actions. Now I'm just stumbling over my words, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Because and all or nothing. Would you, would you agree to like, and we, we, we say, don't be a macro asshole, right? Like, would you agree to though, until you track that, like, you were like, I just don't understand why, like, I'm not losing weight. Like I eat perfect six days a week. Like I, I really should be losing it. Maybe it's my thyroid. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And I know there are those issues out there. I'm not downplaying those, but it's truthful. You, you get to like now see it, right. You track it and you're like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I know why this isn't working. It's not a, like, I, I clean six days a week. I don't, I don't get it. Like my body, I'm just not losing it. Yes. I can't shake my head large enough for our, our listeners to hear it. But I think that was the point of why I brought that up was, yeah, it took me tracking that, a, a finally tracking binge and being like, holy moly, that one moment is what's sabotaging the 99% of my perfect moments. So I would rather C's get degrees, right? I'd rather have that, you know, 80% of my caloric intake is, is that healthy and nourishing and quote diet culture perfect or good when it's really just nutritious food and I'm choosing to eat them, whether I'm tracking or not. And then there's that 20% of, okay, more flexible foods. I can choose foods that maybe I don't incorporate in my diet every day. And again, circling back to caloric deficit, caloric maintenance, caloric surplus, it's really the calories over a sustained period of time is what's going to change the body composition. It wasn't the fact that my binges were chocolate. It was the fact that I was binges in mass quantities of calories. It was that off that sabotaged the on <laughs> where now it's like, sweet, I can just always be on and enjoy my diet and have chocolate when I want it and have savory and sweet when I, or salty when I want it. And I know my overall calories and I can adjust the calories and not feel like that adjustment is either turning me on or off diet mode. Yeah. And I feel like that is what is so freeing about flexible dieting too, is like, I remember those days as well, where it was like, if you ate chocolate, you were bad and you were off the program. And if you ate spinach and tilapia and asparagus, you were good and you're on the program. So it's like, what are you going to be this week, Lex? Like, are you going to be good or bad? Are you going to be naughty? Like that is where like the freedom comes in. Cause it's like, it, it takes some time, right? Like it took time to go, okay, I can have chocolate every day. Like sweet. I'm still making progress. Like you have to have that confidence. You have to do it and see like, and I think that's where our clients are at. Like we have so many clients that come to us like, yeah, I mean, I'm happy I lost weight, whatever. That's cool. But like, oh my God, I feel so free. Like, I don't feel like I have to like start over every Monday because I had a couple beers this weekend or I had cheesecake at the cheesecake factory or whatever it may be. It's just that like freeing feeling of not being tied and equating good and bad on or off. We could be tracking, right. not tracking. Like, yeah. yes, yes, all of this. <laughs> It's a conversation though, that I, you know, obviously we felt compelled to have a podcast about it because it's a conversation that we have regularly with our clients, with friends, with family. It's, it's a topic that so many of these, um, fad diets aren't talking about, you know, we always say our goal for every new client that we work with is to not need us by the time we've worked with them for six months to a year. Now we want them to want us forever, but our goal is that they don't need us anymore. 
because they have the tools, be it tracking, be it nutritional science, be it an understanding of their relationship with the food and a shift in mindset that they ultimately are in control of their destiny and their, their, their diet. Yeah. And I think with this topic, when you're on, you're on and you're off, you're off. If you're in goal pursuit right now, and you're trying to decide like what, which diet or which program am I going to sign up for? Like you really need to dig in and go, okay, if I do this program in six months, what, what happens after that? Am I going to learn or am I just this is what you do. And when you stop, sorry, like you're, you're just going to, you know, gain all the way back or whatever it may be. Like what program out there is going to like teach you and educate you. So you can have these tools forever. So you don't have to be tied to this. Like when you're good, you're good. And when you're bad, you're bad. Like you can have the best both worlds. You really can. Yeah. That you can literally hit the on switch with the diet doc movement and work with us for a month for six months. We've got some clients that we've been working with for years. And guess what? When they end that coaching, weekly coaching relationship with us, they're not turning the off switch button on. They're still on. They just are no longer needing our support weekly to say, hey, you're still on. We don't have to turn on any sort of switches. You've got everything you need to succeed and to continue to shape the diet in correlation with your goals and your body and your health and well being that you no longer have this like obnoxious on off switch in, in the room in which you're living. Yeah. And we always say Meredith, like, it's not a sexy sell for us, right? Like we're, we don't, we have education and we have accountability and you have us as coaches in your corner and you have a great, you know, community support. Um, but there's that, like, not here's your diet, exactly what you need to do. Like plan that a lot of these people provide that comes with, well, let me take that back from you. And when you're done, oh, sorry, like good luck. I hope you learned a lot, <laughs> you know? Um, gosh, I'm a little passionate about this topic. <laughs> yes. Well, because, you know, we're what, almost three years in the business and, and it's a top of, of conversation. And although I do think there has been a, a shift in nutri- the nutritional industry that, macronutrients are becoming more important. There is, you know, not this shame around counting calories, but there is still a huge market of programs and multi-level marketing programs and coaches that push product and push, you need me in order to succeed um, or to be enrolled in my program to succeed. So I don't foresee diet culture changing completely. Um, but there are more and more consultants out there that are trying to shape the importance of calories, the understanding of metabolic science, of nutritional science. And I am starting to see a lot more nutrition programs too. It really encompass the psychological component of food because in the root of it, it's our relationship with food that convinces us that a food is good or bad or convinces us that we're going to be on a diet or off a diet. And we always say like, if you are working with a coach or you're pursuing a program, if they're not putting your health at the absolute forefront of, the, of whatever goal you have, then you need to find a new coach. 
1000%. So important. All right, guys, that's enough for me today. I'm starting to sweat over here. Um, thank you for joining us and uh, we'll uh, record another one here for you soon. Bye guys.